that the Lord will circumcise our heart, the Lord will circumcise our decision, our character, every ungodliness shall be removed. Whatever that does not represent Jesus. Most of us, we know that these things cry, even we, we are not proud of it. 
even you yourself, you are not proud of the, the thing. You are not proud that you are behaving like that. May God circumcise your heart. May God help you. I pray for the help of Jesus. The help of Jesus. The help of Jesus. The help of Jesus. Receive help. Receive help. Receive help. In Jesus' name, we call it done. Amen. So lies, lies are part of the things that could hinder our walk with God, that we miss out of the best of God. So please, don't think it's just a lie. Don't think it's just a lie. It's not just a lie. It is not just a lie. It is not just a lie. Please don't think it's just a lie. God hates what he hates. God hates what is. So that we can receive the best of Jesus. So that we can receive the best of Jesus. Number three. Number three. Trust the Lord with all your heart. How to live long and peaceful. That's all we are looking at this morning. No? Trusting God with all your heart. If you read verse 5 of that scripture, Proverbs 3 verse 5, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Not some, not some. And do not rely on your own on understanding. So my question with you, with, to you this morning is, what are you relying on? What are you relying on? That scripture did not say trust pastor. No, follow pastor, follow pastor, follow prophet. But your trust must be on God, not should. is a must. Trust in the Lord. It is the Lord that died for you, not pastor. Follow, submit, honor, but your trust must be on God. Do you trust God? Do you trust God? I don't know. Listen, it's not. I have, I'm supposed to be traveling today. I just came back. I'm supposed to be traveling today. I'm supposed to be doing one thing or the other. But early this morning, the Lord woke me up early this morning and began to talk to me. Began to talk to me. So I knew there is somebody God wants to talk to. There is somebody God wants to save. There is somebody God wants to redeem and restore. That is why I'm here this morning. And I pray that that person will not miss it out. I pray that person will not miss out. The word that is for you, I pray that you don't miss it. Trust the Lord with all thy heart and lean not on, not on thy own understanding. Listen. The only way to make this possible, the only way to trust God with all your heart is to stop leaning on your own understanding. The only way to trust God with all your heart is to stop relying on your own understanding. Somebody reached out to me yesterday. I love her sincerity. She said, Pastor, I don't know what happened. I hit my head on the wall. And uh, I said, are you okay? He said, I'm fine. But I wanted to pray for me. I'm like, why? He said, I think it's my medical background is making me think something will go wrong. I said, that's true. But I still prayed. So 
knowledge, your knowledge, too much knowledge can make you not to trust God. Do you know if somebody, how, what example do I use now? Somebody is trusting God for a child and there's no, she have never gone for any medical report. She's fine according to her, according to the husband. They will keep praying and keep trusting God. But any day they go to hospital, doctor say, ah, fallopian tube has done this, done that, done that, done that. Their trust will shift from God to doctor. Their trust will now shift from God to doctor. Why? Doc, somebody have said something. So that medical report you are trusting more than God. How did you get there? That doctor's report you are trusting. That law, that that judge, that law case you are trusting. That lawyer you are trusting more than God. How did you get there? That your uncle you are trusting more than God. How did you get there? How? 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 That guy you are not trusting more than God. Your mother, your father, you are now trusting more than God. How did you get there? So you see why we live a very worrisome life. Listen, the easiest way to delay God from answering you is worrying about your issues. The easiest way, if you want to delay God from answering you, begin to worry about your issues. Yeah, very easy. If you, The easiest way to delay God from answering you, or oh, I don't want God to answer me. I want the easiest way is worry. Just be worrying about all your issues. How how will I eat? How will I drink water? When will I get married? When will I give birth? When will I do this? When will I do that? Oh, how see me? I'm getting to 21. I'm getting to 40. I'm get, I remember one girl. Let me let me be nice. One girl called me. Has to pray for me. Pray for me. I want to get married. Pastor, um, so the way she was talking about how she have gone through heartbreaks and all of that, I felt bad. But before I prayed, I was tempted to ask her, how old are you? Said she is 22. 22, she said yes. Do you have degree? He said no. I said, you don't need marriage. You need degree. Get out of my phone. I didn't pray. You don't need marriage. You need degree. Get out of my phone. I, I didn't see her again. She didn't come online again. She didn't call me again. What kind of rubbish is that? 22 years old. Even if there, there was something, okay, you've now detected that, um, okay, there's something fighting your family and all of that. So you want to marry by fire, by force early. So that you, you might die early. You might marry at 22 and die at 25. Or marry until you divorce at 27. So why don't you wait to get it right for once? Why don't you get patient and get it right for once? Let's go through two scriptures. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew 6 from verse 25. Matthew 6 from verse 25. Oh, pray, oh, oh, pray. I want to just give out the word as the Lord has brought it. And let's get into prayer. I pray I don't stay on this platform till afternoon. I just pray. But, oh, pray. Help me, help me, help me, help me. Let me try around this thing fast. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. What shall ye eat? Or what shall ye drink? Nor 
Yet for your body, what shall ye put on? Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into bands. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? So listen, what Jesus is saying now is that there's a kind of mindset you should have if you want to live long and have peace. Look at the birds. Look at the grass. Look at all the distance. God still provides for them. Are you not better than a bed? Is God so wicked that God will forget you and remember a bed? What our worries? Okay, I like this verse 27. He said, which of you, by thinking, by taking thoughts, can add one cubit unto his stature? You are short. So you now think, 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 sir. You now became tall. You are slim. You now think things are, you now became fat. Which of you, by thinking, can add a cubit to your stature? 28. And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet, I say unto you, that even Solomon in all this glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is come to Ovin. Shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? So, how do you categorize people of little faith? People who worry about what God alone can change. Oh, how will I, where will I go to school? How will I do this? How will I do that? Not because you are planning, no. Planning and worry is not the same thing. Planning is, okay, this is what I will do. This is what I do. God help me. Worry is, hey, how will I do it all? How will it? Worrying. Oh, you of little faith. I say you have faith. Not knowing your faith is little. You that is worrying about clothes. The faith that cannot believe God for clothes. Cannot believe God for food. Worrying, complaining. Is it that same faith that can believe God for a car? Is it the same faith that can believe God for marriage? Is it the same faith that can believe God for a child? Ordinary clothes, ordinary clothes and food, you are worried. Light be, you are, you are worried as if there is a war about to happen. Listen, we often tell people, you don't know what I'm going through. What you are going through is your own. What me I'm going through is my own. I don't need to know what you are going through. Every one of us have our own portion. But no, there is nobody's problem that is foreign. Anything you are going through, somebody has gone through it. Somebody somewhere is still going through it. Somebody somewhere will still go through. You are not the first, you will not be the last. Anything you are going through now, you are not married, you don't have a child, you don't have a job, uh, you are not have a visa, you don't have money, you don't have food, you are in debt. You are not the first too. You will not be the last. So, you don't know what I'm going to uh, talking like that. If you are in my shoe, I won't be in your shoe. I won't wear your shoe. I have my own shoe to wear. Wear your shoe, I wear my shoe. So, let's stop acting like the world has come to an end and everything. So, you now you, you can't even pray where. Well. You are very discouraged. You are not happy. You are feeling sad every day. If you die, we will continue. If we you die, we will continue. Yeah, the world, people will only cry for some days and all of that. Oh, even your family, they will continue. So why are you killing yourself? What is wrong with you? Oh, my younger brother, my younger sister, you're my innocent, my dad. Why are you killing? What is wrong with you? Okay, you are crying for marriage. Hey, I'm not married though. I'm this, I'm that. Okay, if you die now, will you still get married? 
if it happens you die now, will you still get married? If with all the sorrow, sorrow, you now create an issue in your health by crying and all of that, your blood pressure become high, whatever happened, does that bring you into marriage? So at the end of the day, so when God now brings the marriage, you now carry sickness to the man that should have married you. And the man is, you see me, when I was married, I told God, I said, God, please, I don't want a woman that always falls sick. I hate sickness, me. I can, I can be there for five years. I've not taken one tablet. Five years. Ever since I was born, ever since I was born, I only slept in the hospital, that I was born in the hospital, and my mother gave birth. There was nobody to stay with her. They asked me to sleep. I've never slept in the hospital bed because they want to do one thing. I've not to. I've never. So I said, God, please, I don't want to see any woman that falls sick, even if I like you before. Today you are sick, tomorrow you are sick. I will avoid you. I will avoid you. I will avoid you. That's my own for me. I, I just don't like it. You know, cry, 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 cry because you have you are feeling sad that you are not married. Because you are feeling sad that you are not married, you no more take care of yourself. You have no appetite for food now. You can't eat. Look at you now. You are looking dried left and right. You are thinking you can't dress well. You can't even do proper makeup well. You can't do proper hairstyle. But do you, do you have you forgotten that what you are looking for will not only be attracted by prayer. What you are looking for, your dressing well will also attract a man to you. So if you don't eat, drink water, look good, dress well, and look fine in your skin, your skin is shining, your face is appearing nice to attract a man, how do you think God will answer you? And the moment you are sad, let me tell you the truth, the moment you are sad, you can't dress nice. Because you just feel like, what am I dressing for? What am I looking good for? You dress carelessly. But the moment you are joyful, you are very careful in what you wear. You select your clothes very well. Select the colors. Select. So why are you now sad, delaying the miracle that God wants to bring your way? Why are you sad? Why are you sad? The easiest way to delay God from answering you is worrying about the issues. I'm going to say it one last time. The easiest way to delay God from word, from answering you is worrying about the issues. So, Pastor, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? I will tell you in a moment. Get me Psalm 55 verse 22. Psalm 55 verse 22. I've realized that one of the main reasons why people can't let their troubles go is because they want to be God. Yeah. They, they want to be God. They want to be God. You can't be God, though. Let him be God. Be you and let God be God. I've learned a hard, the hard way. There are things I cannot change. Cast thy bodies upon the Lord. What do you do? Cast it upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. What do you do? Cast your bodies upon the Lord. The Lord will do what? Sustain thee. The Lord will not sustain you if you still carry your body. He said, bring it. Bring it. Cast it. Cast it. Cast it. Cast your bodies upon the Lord. And he shall sustain thee. Matthew 11. 
Matthew 11, 28, 29, 30. Matthew 11, 28 to 30. So why are you still carrying your burden when God has promised you to cast it on him? Why? Some of you have said in your mouth, eh, the battle is the Lord, but you don't sleep. The battle is the Lord, but you are not sleeping. Not because you are praying, no. you are thinking, sir, thinking. Look at this. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And what will I do? I will give you rest. Listen, the promises of God are very true. Come unto me, and I will give you rest. Huh? That heaviness you are carrying that makes you not to be able to pray. That heaviness you are carrying that makes you you cannot fast. You cannot even, you can't, you don't have a better for food. He said, bring it to me, bring it. It's not enough to come unto me. Huh? There is something you must do. Now look at this, 29. This is what we a lot of us miss it. We have burdens, we come to God, but there is something we are not doing right. Let me show you today what you are not doing. Verse 28, verse 29, sorry. He said, Take my yoke and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So where we are missing it is that we are not exchanging burdens. <laughs> we are not exchanging burdens. You are supposed to come with your burden and carry another burden. Yeah, that is the principle. Bring your burden and take another burden. But you only want to bring your burden and go home light. No, Satan will bring back your old burden. Let me explain. Right now, let's say, um, let me use me for an example now. Let's say I, I need like a, a million dollar. That one is very nice now. I need a million dollar. I'm having some project I need to carry out and I need money seriously and it's not coming. I've been praying, 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 praying and I just feel bad. I feel sad. I'm saddened and burdened because I need to do this thing and I now go to God in the place of prayer. Father, from today, I hand over this project to you. This $1 million project, I can't do it. I'm tired. I'm tired. It's not working. I'm tired. Lord, I give it to you and I pray and I pray and I pray. Suddenly, I feel light. If I just go home like that, that burden will come back. Now, what do I do? After dropping that burden, two things. Number one, Lord, what do I do? I wait for God to talk to me and follow what he tells me. Or I go to the Bible and search out for what God asks us to do in situations like this. So now, what God is saying, take my burden, Huh? Give me your body. My own is light. Your own is heavy. So now, you are going through marital delay, delay in childbirth, delay in your business, and you are trusting God to take your body. Now, go to God, drop your body, then look for God's body and carry one. What is God's body? Number one is so winning. Yeah. There must be an exchange of burdens. That's where we miss it. So winning. Start winning souls. What is God's burden? The poor. Look for poor people, start feeding them. 
Look for poor people, start caring for. Look for somebody who cannot afford school fee, start paying their fee. Look for somebody, make up, maybe you are rich, you have money. Money is not your problem, but your issue is that you can't get married. Your issue is that you don't have a job. Look for a boy, a girl, say, I will train you from school. Or look for somebody that wants to learn a business, a trade. I will sponsor you until you learn this trade and become somebody meaningful in life. But no, you are the one that has money. You are the one trusting God for marriage, trusting God for this, trusting God for that. You lock yourself with the money. You stay. Not knowing that money God gave to you is a means of ransom for your life. This is what a lot of rich people don't know. That money God gave to you is a ransom for your life. Those in Nigeria will understand ransom better. When you are kidnapped by full men, they don't collect prayer. They collect money. You pay ransom. You, you will redeem your life in millions, in millions. But on a normal day, on a good day, such person will not give that money to God. Say, God, I'm giving this thing to ransom my life. Look for a poor person. Start sponsoring them. Look for a student that is stranded. Start paying the fee. Look for a widow. Start carrying the widow's burden. Look for a, a church. Look for a man of God. Start bearing the man of God's burden. Look for a church. Start bearing the church's burden. There must be an exchange of burden. This is where a lot of us are making. Listen, what I just said is not all money. Okay? So winning does not take you money to do in some capacity. You can work on your street every day. I'm not saying just do it once in a while. Or, no, 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 no. You tell God, Father, my covenant with you from today is that every week, one soul. So in one month, four souls. My covenant with you every month, five souls. Every month, one soul. Not transferring somebody from one church to another. A core unbeliever, I will make them give their life to Christ. That is my responsibility. Father, I will look for two primary school students. I will sponsor until they leave primary school. If yours is five, yours is ten, I will go to the orphanage every month, every three months. Listen to me, listen to me. You are under the sound of my voice, you're trusting God for the fruit of the womb. One of your responsibilities should be to love children, number one. Number two, another of your responsibilities is to take care of orphans. Yeah, don't joke with orphans. Don't joke with orphans. Don't joke with them. Support. Support orphans. Support orphans. You see a place where they give birth to a new baby. Don't ask God when. No, no, no. Run there. Joyfully. Don't, oh, I wish this my child now. Joyfully run there. If you have, buy a gift, even if it's a, a, a stocking or a pampas. But if you don't have, no problem. But let your joy so feel, let the joy be so genuine. If you can go there to work with them, uh, bait the baby, whatever, stay there. Most of us don't know how to get miracles. We don't know how to get miracles. We just want prayer. You are a single lady trusting God for marriage. Somebody is getting married. Support the wedding. Support the wedding. Support the wedding. Do the chief bridesmaid or whatever they call it. Do joyfully. Oh, you are, you want to get married? Do you have shoe yet? No. Buy shoe. Do you have this? Buy. Hey, pastor, I've already bought like five. I'm not married. Don't stop. Number one, don't do it because of what you are looking for, but that thing can give you what you are looking for. Don't do, do it out of love. 
what happens is it takes the burden out of your heart. Before I got married, I can I can count how many wedding I sponsored. Not fully, partially. I'm telling you the truth. I can count. Bought suit, bought shoes. Some I customized their shoes. Name, name it. Some it was money and all of that. And while I was doing that, I told God one thing. The environment I'm in, I've realized one thing. Every pastor that was to get married, they have to gather money for them. They have to raise funds for them. Some not to borrow money. Say, God, I want to get married without raising any fund. I want to get married without owing anybody. And God was merciful. God was God. What He did it for me as I asked, asked of Him. Even those who I didn't know, I saw on Facebook somebody was getting married. It was far, far commercy. I think I, I don't really know the guy. I said, You're getting married yet? Say, send me a woman number. I sent him money. Even those who I don't know, from far, I send them money. Somebody just gave birth. Hey, you just give birth. Ah, I will send gifts. I say, Father, as I get married, I will not pray about a baby. I will not pray about it. It won't, I won't pray. Immediately. And trust God. God brought his word. Some of us, we don't know how to align our life. 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 And somebody was telling me yesterday, was it yesterday or two days ago, I learned your wife are giving birth so soon. I said, your father. Your father. Oh, we should be running around looking for prayer requests so that you're not just us to be trusting God. Your father. Ask him so soon. Your father. Your real father. So soon, so soon. I paid my bread price. And I did my work. Ah, ah, yeah, yeah. By fire, by thunder. I did my work and the Lord confirmed the work. And we are here. So soon. Is it your baby? Is it your wife? Are you the one that paid bread price? Are you the one that will feed the baby asking me so soon if I slap you? How come I come off my road? My wife was saying something. Ah, she was she was scared that she shouldn't give birth in August to she wants to give birth to September. That uh, so that people will not think she got pregnant before we got married. I said, who cares? Is it not when you go and carry what make you get pregnant before you get married, then you get pregnant? I say, who cares? Even if you give birth in June, July, is it their baby? No, people will talk. I say, my friend, leave them. Charlie. My my way was so prepared by the message of God. My way was so prepared. So prepared. Me that will pray for those who are looking for the food of they will got pregnant. Um, ah. One shot. Listen, the reason why a lot of us have not dropped our bedding is because we have not taken another bedding. You need to pick up God's bedding. If you trust God, it will show in how you respond to challenges. If you say you trust God, 
it will show in how you respond to challenges. When problems come, how do you respond? My wife, if my wife asks her, she's known me for long. I don't worry you. I don't. If you see me worry, then I'm worried about what has not come. Not a problem. Money. I want money. I want money. My worry, what my worry does for me is that it's not, I don't get worried in a negative side or sad mood. It helps me create an atmosphere to challenge me. Okay, the best word for me is challenge. I put myself in a tight condition where until I get what I'm looking for, I don't rest. I don't worry, sit down, I'll be awake. I'm not sorrowing. How? How will I do this? I have a lot of projects on my head. But listen, this is what I do. I do everything I can do and I leave it for God. I say, God, if it failed, I'm not trust, I'm not waiting for it to fail. But if it fails, then that's how God wants it. But me, I will do everything in my power spiritually, physically, every knowledge I have to make sure it works, I will do it. But if at all it fails, then God wanted it that way. If it is sido, it is prayer, it is fasting, it is video, I will do it. But if at all it now comes, God say, okay, that means God wanted. If you don't come to this point, you'll be depressed. Oh, so after all my prayer, God still allowed it. After all my, my fasting, the guy still left me. After all my this thing, the this thing, after all my this thing, you will, be, you will live a depressed life. You will live a depressed life. Listen, if you claim that you have given your problem to God, what have you taken from God? What have you taken? So winning, you don't go. Um, supporting church, you don't do. Uh, uh, working in church, you don't do. Diet, you don't pay. There's nothing, nothing. There's nothing. There's no burden you have collected from God. There's no burden. There's no burden. You must exchange burdens. It's a must. You must exchange burdens. How do you trust God? How do you trust God with all your might? Number one, learn to be calm. Learn to be calm. You want to trust God? Learn to be calm. Most of us don't know how to be calm. You panic too much. Learn it. It can be learned. It can be learned. John 14 verse 1. Those that get my scriptures, help me. Let's make it smooth and quick. Let's finish the point and pray. John 14 verse 1. Get ready for me. Psalm 37 verse 5. Learn to be calm. If you want to trust God, you want to learn to trust God, learn to become. Learn it. Learn it. It can be learned. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Let not. This is Jesus talking. This is one of my favorite scriptures. So I did I ask you my favorite scripture. If you mention this one, you are safe. If you mention this one, then you are safe. Learn to become. Let not your heart be troubled. I quoted these scriptures ah, for like two years back to back. Let not your heart. Because listen, if you cannot change it, you cannot change it. It's simple. Learn to become. Let God do what he has to do. If the person will die, you even if you do anything, the person will still die. If you will lose the destiny, whatever you do, you will still lose it. Learn to become. 
one of the calls I barely respond to any call that pressure me. One of the message I barely respond to any message that pressure me. Hey, oh, hey, oh, pray, oh, hey, oh, pray, oh, pray, oh, Charlie. If God say it will not happen, it will not happen. If somebody die now, God said he want to bring the person back to life. Even if a baby pray, the person will come back. If somebody die now, God said the person will not come back. Even if a, the Pope prays, the person will not come back. Learn to be calm. Learn it. Learn it. Number two, we are still under how to trust God. Number two, be intentional. Psalm 37 verse 5. Psalm 37 verse 5. Get rid of that scripture. The second scripture I ask you to prepare for me, where is it? Commit thy ways unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he will bring it to pass. If you read, I think NIV said, he will direct your path. Commit your ways. Don't, not somebody, you, just wake up, Father, okay, from today, intentionally, I commit my ways to you. I commit this marriage thing to you. God, before we say yes to a man, I will ask you first. Lord, I commit my job search to you. I commit this visa issue to you. I commit this thing. Commit, be intentional with your, in your dealing with God. Be intentional. Be intentional. Number three, pray and, be, and stay thankful. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. Pray and stay. Don't just be thankful. Stay thankful. Stay there. One of the biggest problems of the believer is, in fact, of human race, ingratitude. One of our biggest problems. Pray and stay thankful. Don't just be thankful. Stay inside. Stay inside. Be careful for nothing. This is Paul speaking. He said, I'm showing you a way now to live long and to be peaceful. Be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request, let your problem be made known to God. Huh? In every, let, just carry, go to prayer. Go, don't be careful, don't worry. Please, if you can get me NIV, because some people would think we are saying a different thing. If you can get me NIV or NLT, it will be lighter. Huh? Make, make a request to God, verse 7. He said, what happened next? When you do this, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Jesus Christ. So you will not be able to explain where the peace came from. But you just realize you have become so peaceful. You just realize you have become so peaceful. The problem has not even changed. But you are so comfortable like never before. That is a sign that you have actually dropped the problem with God. But you will pray, you are still worried. You will pray, you cannot sleep. You will pray, you are still having high blood pressure. You, if you die, that problem will still continue. That is the truth. So why don't you keep your life? Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ. Don't be anxious. The other one is ERV said, don't worry about anything. Don't worry. Does it mean you should not think? No. Thinking and worrying is not the same. 
thinking is a tool for strategic productivity. Worrying is a tool for strategic destruction. Don't worry about anything. But pray and ask God for everything you need. Always give thanks for what you have. You see? So your thanksgiving, okay, Father, I'm trusting you for a child. At least I even have a husband. Because if you don't have a husband, where will you trust from child? Thank you for having a husband. Father, I'm trusting you for a job. Thank you. I'm a graduate. I'm trusting you for um, for food. Thank you. I have appetite. Because if you don't have appetite, how will you trust God for food? Trust God for what you have. And because you belong to Christ. So you thank God for two things. Number one is that, oh, thank God that I ever have this one. Number two, thank you for the privilege to be a Christian then God's peace will stand guard over all your thoughts and feelings. His peace can do this far better than our human minds. So why do we want to kill ourselves? Why? 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 Why do we want to kill ourselves? A lot of you, every meeting, if you are sick, raise your hand. You have raised your hand. If you are sick, raise your hand. You Every meeting, every time they pray for the sick, you are sick. Either your chest or your head. The problem is you are worrying too much. There's no demon pursuing you. There's no demon after your health. If you die now, I have a good news for you. That problem will still continue. Always look for a reason to be thankful. And listen. Where a lot of us miss thanksgiving is that we don't express our joy. Express your thanksgiving and your joy. Thank you, Jesus. Don't just say, oh, Father, it's another day. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you. Thank you. You know that thank you you are saying deep down your heart. Deep down your heart, eh? You are just saying it because, okay, they say when you want to pray, you thank God first. That's why you're saying it to religion. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Father, as I pray, God. Um, um, Lord, oh God, you are now confused, Kra. You are now start remembering all your problem. Oh God, my friend, as you shout, I choose joy. Let there be an expression of that joy. How do you praise God? You praise God with dancing. You praise God with jumping. You praise God with singing. You praise God with everything, everything, everything. There must be physical reactions to your thanksgiving and to your praises. There must be physical reactions to your thanksgiving and to your praises. There must be physical reactions to your thanksgiving and to your praises. There must be a physical reaction. Go back and read the book of Hannah. Hannah was going to Shiloh every year. She was not getting pregnant. She got pregnant when she switched from being angry to becoming happy. The Bible said her countenance was no more sad. The next thing, Hannah got pregnant. But a few days ago, I was praying. The Lord was showing me somebody who was trusting God for the fruit of the womb, but she and her husband quarries every week. I don't know how you want to get pregnant, whether you want to eat the baby and vomit it, or you want to buy the baby. I don't know how you want to get pregnant. Too. I don't know how. I don't, I don't know how. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody was telling me, pray for me for the fruit of the woman. I said, okay, when did you see your husband? He said, it's been long. I said, okay, so, so what do you want? If I pray now, you get pregnant. They will chase you out of your husband's house. You will lose your marriage because they will say you've gone to commit adultery. Where did you get the pregnancy from? I don't, you will do some things. It's, an, it's annoying. 
You don't need prayer now. Charlie, go stay close to the man. Let him lay his hands on you. Sorry, let him lay his waist on you. If I lay my hands, he lay his waist. And the Lord, eh? I pour planted, Apollos water, and the Lord will give increase. Hmm? The other will plant, I will water with prayer, then God will bring the increase. Don't be there, you are far telling me to pray. What can what are you praying? Number four, how to trust God. Number four. Tell you how 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 to trust God and trust Him where? How to trust God and trust Him where? Isaiah 7 15. Sorry, Jeremiah. Jeremiah 7, verse 15. Number four. Stop trusting man more than God. Stop trusting man more than God. Stop trusting man more than God. Stop it. Stop it. Isaiah, Jeremiah 7.15. What did Isaiah do to me this morning? Paracusa palatisas. Holy praise. Lord, let this word sink into our spirit today. Look at this. Father, let this word sink in our spirit today. Sorry, rather, give me Jeremiah 17, verse 5. Not the other way around. Jeremiah 17, verse 5. Father, may this word that you have sent today, let it enter us. Let it deliver us. Let it redeem us. Lord, let somebody's miracle come. Let somebody's miracle come. Let somebody's miracle come. As we adhere to these instructions. All right. Let me get the scripture. Let's go. Let's go. I want to pray. I want to pray. I want to prophesy as God will grant us grace by his mercies. Thus say the Lord. Look at this. Everyone, read that with me. Read that with me. Thus say the Lord. Cursed be the man that trusted in man and maketh flesh his arm and whose heart departed from the Lord. Tr cursed. He said, the moment you begin to trust in man more than me, he said, you are cursed. This is God speaking now. The moment you put your trust in a man more than God, God said, you are cursed. You are cursed. A lot of you trust pastor more than God. A lot of you. You trust prophet more than God. I will tell you the proof. The proof that you trust prophet more than God is that you don't pray. For every prophetic meeting, you are there. Yeah, you don't pray. Don't forget, prayer means you talking to God. That's prayer. You talking to God. That's prayer. So every time you pray, you're talking to God. So you don't pray, but every prophetic meeting, you are there. You are there. You don't, you, you don't trust God anymore. The prophet is who you trust. Forgetting that the prophet cannot do anything for you without God. I've met a lot of God's generals. I've met a lot of pastors, a lot of prophets. And I ask them, what is the secret to this? You're deep prophetic. They tell me, intimacy, the Holy Spirit, waiting for God. Ah, I'm like, so there's nothing else you do. What are your reasons? No, staying quiet in the place of prayer. Pray, pray, pray. Then I sit down quiet, trust the Holy Spirit. That is the biggest secret to my prophetic. The more I stay with the Holy Spirit, the more... And I realized that most of the greatest prophets don't have friends. 
God allowed a lot of things to hurt them. So they withdrew from the world and went inside. When they went inside, the only person they were spending time with was the Holy Spirit. That was how the, the gift came. All of them, the same thing. All of them. All of them. The second thing that shows that you don't trust God is your Bible study. You don't read the Bible. Every prophetic meeting, you appear, but you never open your Bible. Every prophetic meeting, you appear. You never open your Bible. Every prophet, anywhere there, you are there. And the Bible, Bible said, John 1, 1, that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. In the beginning, the, ah, we are avoiding the Word, which is God, and yet we are looking for the voice of God somewhere else. The first voice of God is your Bible. The more you run, the more you run from God. All our disappointment has been on how we trusted men. Every disappointment you've ever had is because you trusted a man. Everyone. Listen, you know what we often do? We claim to trust God. Um, oh God, my uncle has said he will send me money. I'm trusting you. Um, this guy has said he will marry me. I'm trusting you. Our characters inside that thing show that we believe in that man more than God. We believe in that man more than God. God wants you to trust him. 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 If you read Hebrews 12, verse 2, it said, Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who was for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross and despised the shame. Looking unto Jesus. Stop looking at me. I'm here. But listen, without God, I'm useless to you. The best I can be to you is just a talker. That's the best I can be. But the moment God gets involved, Charlie, ah, one word from my mouth can change everything. So you want to make your prophecies potent, start loving God the more. Yeah, start loving God the more. So I tell people, don't pressure me. Go to God. If you tell God, God tell me, I will tell you. If I didn't hear God, I wouldn't do anything. This is why I want to use every opportunity to pray for somebody. I want to use every opportunity to prophesy for somebody because I know that God is interested in changing our life. Okay, look at the testimony that I shared yesterday. Since June, that's the women now, since then the women did not organize their meeting again. Women meeting since June. Somebody is testifying to you now. The prophecy came that God is giving the sister an increase in salary. The first one came 5%. The second one came by $11,000 plus. Hey! I just want to be a blessing. But listen, I can't be a blessing to you if God is not involved. So why don't you trust God? Honor men. Respect men, regard men, but let your trust be fixed 100% on God. The moment you trust a man more than God, that man, God must make sure that man fail you. Let me repeat. The moment you trust a man more than God, God must make sure that that man fail you. Is there anything wrong in picking a man you want to get married to? No, there's nothing wrong. But there's something sweeter. When you bring it to God and say, God, do you want me to marry this man? 
Is there anything wrong in you picking the job you want to do by yourself? Not at all. It's very good. It's the wise thing to do. But there is something honorable when you see a job you like, you take it to God and say, God, should I do this job? Is there anything wrong in getting money and say, I want to travel to the U.S. and go and live? There's nothing wrong, but there's something honorable. There's, there's an integrity between you and God when you can carry, Father, I have money. I want to go to Canada. I want to go and live in the U.S. and U.K. Should I go? Should I go? God can say, no, don't go. Go to Togo, start buying clothes and be selling. God can say, don't go. Go to uh, Tunisia. Don't go. Go to Turkey. Ah, but it's not in Turkey now. God said, go there. Go there. It is not because of Turkey. It's because of the instruction. When you obey, you will be shocked how you will meet the president or prime minister of Turkey. Not because you know the person. Not because you are qualified. Because you obeyed a supernatural force. I pray for the grace to submit and obey. Let it rest upon us. The grace to submit. The grace to obey. The grace to trust God carelessly. Let it rest upon us. In the name of Jesus. If you still worry about it, you have not given it to Jesus. Looking on to Jesus, the author and the finisher. If you are still worried about it, think about it, plan about it, talk about it, pray about it. But if you are still worried about it, trust me, you have not given it to Jesus. Stop. He said, lean not your, on your own understanding. Rely not on your own understanding. Stop interpreting everything with your understanding. Sometimes our education can stop us. How educated you are can stop you from receiving the best from God. So they tell you you're going to become a millionaire this year. And according to you are an economist. You are an economist. So according to your calculation, from now to December, three months or four months, how will that happen? I don't have a job right now, Kra. I don't have this right now. This and this is not there. So how will it work? You will get married this year by December uh, 20th. How will that one happen? I don't even have a man. I've not even dated. There's nothing. All these people and their prophecy. And you walk your way. That is how you have bought that blessing. I remember I was presenting to a woman on Facebook. She was just responding. Dot, 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 dot. I was like, why is woman being quiet like this? That I said it was network. When she called me, when she began to confirm the prophecy, Charlie, when I, I was what I was seeing, I kept repeating it. The second time I kept repeating it. When she mentioned the amount of money involved, I started sweating on phone. When she mentioned the amount of money involved, I was sweating on phone. I was sweating. I was sweating. Listen. Your education can make you to begin to think. How do I follow an unseen God and I'm trusting him? Am I not mad? I'm not seeing God. I've never seen God. I'm just coming. That God will do it. God will, God will do it. How do I receive my salary for work that I did? I'm the one that did the work Monday to so Sunday. Some of you work Monday to Sunday. Some of you work Monday to Friday. Some Monday to Saturday. Some you work from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day. And at the end of the month, I will now come and remove 10% of my struggle and sweat in the name of tithe. What kind of madness is that? This is what your understanding, your so much education 
This is what it makes you think. How do I carry my salary in January? My you see, my salary is first fruit. I carry everything, 100%, and I now go and give it to church. Now go and give it to pastor. What kind of thing is that? Money I can just carry and go and buy clothes, go and buy shoes, or just give it to my mother, or go and do things. That is what too much education we bring to you. But the moment you refuse to rely on your understanding and trust God, Charlie, this God does not disappoint. Stop resting on your understanding. Understand it too, okay? It didn't say you should not understand it too. He said you should understand it, but don't rest on it. Okay? It is a good thing. Understand it. Read about it. Study about it. For example, you want to get married. A man come. The first thing you do is not to just run away. The first thing to do is to first check out the person, ask questions, eh? study the person. While you are studying, you are now asking God. Not a man just came. You didn't even know anything. You didn't even understand anything about the man or the woman. Oh, uh, pray for me. I want to know the will of God. Calm down. Ask questions. Know the person. If it's the will of God and the man is not what you like, what do you do? So first of all, get their understanding. Get their understanding. Get their understanding. Get their understanding. But don't put your heart in it. Put your heart on God. Because God can decide to change it. Your understanding might be right and perfect, but God said, no, that's not how I want to do it. This is how I want to do it. Number five, still on trusting God. How do you trust God? How do you get yourself to lean on God's, God's own, not your own understanding? Number four, number five is the Holy Spirit. You want to stop living a worrisome life? The Holy Spirit. Ah! If you've missed this part, you've missed everything. John 14, verse 16 and 26. John 14, 16 and 26. John 14, 16 and 26. Parakusa palataya. Lemekose perisa vahasis. Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you this morning. Thank you this morning. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. Shabala kopeledes ketivra hasis. Can I get my scripture? John 14, 16 and 26. Oh, Balaman Shabasis. Can I get my scripture, please? John 14, 16 and 26. Have they removed John from your Bible? Oh, Okay. And I will pray the Father and... He will give you another comforter that he abide with you forever. So the Holy Spirit is called the comforter. Most of you who live in worries, you don't know the Holy Spirit. Most of you that live in worry, you worry about everything, you don't know the Holy Spirit. 
if you know him, you will no more live like that. I will pray the Father, and he will give you the comforter. Prepare for me John 15, 26. I'm going to get to that. Look at what he said in verse, verse 26. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said to you. Now, he said he is, not he is a comforter. He is the comforter. Listen, I might comfort you, but I can never comfort you like the Holy Spirit. Your father can comfort you, your mother, your, your husband, your child. Nobody can comfort you. He is the comforter. The comforter, not a comforter. Have you, have, you, have you met the Holy Spirit? Have you spoken with the Holy Spirit? Most of us, the part of the Holy Ghost you know is fire, fire, Holy Ghost, take it, Holy Ghost, take it, Holy Ghost. Have you ever felt the Holy Ghost come and talk to you? You are in trouble. Try it once, try it. Listen, try it. You are in trouble. You are in a difficult state. Just sit down alone. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, comfort me. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit. It's as simple as that. Yeah. It's not difficult. It's that simple. Holy Spirit, this is too heavy for me. It's too much for me. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, take off this burden. Take off this load. Holy Spirit, please. I'm tired. Holy Spirit, please. I can't help myself. I need your help. Holy Spirit, if you genuinely say that and just rely on him, ah, the kind of joy and peace that will fill your heart, you'll be wondering, why have I not been doing this all this while? And listen, he will not just help you and keep you in the problem. He will bring you out and bring you into a miracle. He will bring you out and bring you into a miracle. He will bring you out. If you realize certain things are delayed in your life while you are waiting on God, run to the Holy Spirit so that you will not miss out your miracle. Run to the Holy Spirit. Let him be the one keeping you. You are always happy. People are asking, why is this woman always happy? She's not married at this age. Always smiling. Always laughing. She does not have money. Always laughing. She just lost her child. Always happy. She just... The Holy Spirit is the secret. The Holy Spirit. John 15, 26. Quick, 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 quick. John 15, 26. I told you to get it ready for me. Where is it? Then get ready. John 16, 7, and 8. That's my last for this point. He said, but when the comforter is come, who I will send unto you from the Father, even the spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify of me. When the comforter, you want comfort, now you know where to find it. Stop trusting on those that will betray you. You want comfort, now you know where to find it. Stop trusting on those that will betray you. After telling them what you are going through, they've gone to tell everybody. Can I get the last scripture? John 16, 7 and 8. Quick, quick, quick. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. If I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. So this was Christ speaking then. That he had to leave the earth for the Holy Ghost to come. Now, the Holy Ghost has come. How come we are not using him? The Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Somebody say, Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, comfort me. 
Say, Holy Spirit, comfort me. Say, Holy Spirit, comfort me. Say, Holy Spirit, comfort me. Say, Holy Spirit, comfort me. Say, Holy Spirit, from today, I don't want to be far from you anymore. I want to be close to you. Teach me your ways. Holy Spirit, comfort me. Holy Spirit, teach me your ways. Holy Spirit, comfort me. Holy Spirit, teach me your ways. Teach me your ways. I see, I, I sense strongly the Lord is going to show up for somebody after this meeting. The Lord is going to take that burden. He's going to take that load. He's going to take that challenge, take that trouble. You are getting a mega breakthrough. A mighty miracle the Lord is about to release into your life. In the name of Jesus. Number four. Number four. Acknowledge God. Acknowledge God. Verse 5 said, Trust in the Lord and lean not on thy own understanding. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5. Verse 6 said, Acknowledge Him in all thy ways. Proverbs 3 verse 6. In all thy ways, acknowledge Him. In all thy ways, acknowledge Him. Acknowledge Him. Many believers don't see miracle because we don't understand the power of acknowledging God in our dealings. Many believers, we don't see miracle because we don't acknowledge God. Can I get my scriptures? Proverbs 3 verse 6. Okay. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. So you see, you acknowledge. I don't know. Do you know what acknowledgement means? That means you are saying, I know him. That means you are saying he's superior to me. That means I'm saying that he is the only one that can make this thing possible. I'm not trusting on my power. I'm not relying on my contact, on my connection. I just got married. I'm not saying I married because I'm too smart. I went to the labor room. I gave birth. I came back alive. Baby sound, mother sound, whether it was serious or not. I'm, I, I'm not saying that it is ah, the way I do exercise. Eh? Before I give birth, I do exercise. I drank par paracetamol. I drank this. I did. I'm not trusting on any of those things. I acknowledge that it is God that made it happen. It is God. It is God that made it happen. It is God. Somebody sent me a message yesterday. He said, you told me the last time you saw me when I was pregnant, that you saw me die. That you saw me die. He said, you prayed for me. He said, Pastor, I didn't take it serious. But in the labor room, I saw death. In the labor room, I saw death. He said, not because of the pregnancy or the labor pain or anything. I saw death before my eyes. And that was when I remembered the prophecy that you gave to me. All I was shouting, God of Pastor Norbert, help me. God of Pastor Norbert, help me. God of Pastor. He said, all the nurses were laughing. He said, but I knew I have left my body. I have left my body. He said, and suddenly things just changed and I gave birth. Acknowledge God. Acknowledge God. Acknowledge God. Acknowledge God. Can I get Psalm 100 from verse 1? Let's take it down to the end. Oh, God help me. I, I, I hope I can finish this teaching today. I want to pray. I want to pray. I want to pray. I want to finish this teaching today. I want to finish it today. I hope somebody is being blessed this morning. I hope somebody is being blessed this morning.
Even late comments are saying yes. Those who just joined 30 seconds ago are even saying yes. How? Oh. Please repost my scripture. Don't mind them. All right. Look at everyone. Look at this. Let's read together. One to go. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Where's my scripture? All right. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye, now look at the acknowledgement now. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. You have to acknowledge that God is God. You are not God. So, there are things only God can do that you cannot do. Leave it for him. Now, the first next thing he said, it is he that made us, not we ourselves. This thing has to be in your head. Keep it in your head. He is God. He made us. It is not we that made ourselves. So why do we live our life carelessly without counting God in? Why? When you are not the one that made yourself. So why are you living like you are the one that created yourself? We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gate with thanksgiving, into his cup with praise, be thankful unto him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth towards. Acknowledge God. Acknowledge God. Most of you, you have too many contacts. That is why you cannot acknowledge God. So because you called your uncle, they just flip one phone call, it happened. So you no more believe that it was that prophecy that came. It was part of what make it, made it happen. Because you know somebody at the distance, you just went there, they did it. You no more believe that the prayer you prayed was part of what helped you into that distance. Because there's some money you have in your bank account, so the thing just happened, just did it. You no more trust that it was God that made it possible. You no more trust. Listen. You can lodge in the biggest hotel with the best security. Gone men does not need to come and kill you. You will just sleep. You will not wake up. You lodge in the most secure hotel in the world. Most secure. Only you slept. Nobody shot you. No bullet. No knife. Nothing. Only you slept in the morning. You didn't wake up. Your security men can't do anything. They can't do anything. The Queen of England is one of the most secure people on earth. She died. She died. Nobody, nobody killed her, nothing. She died. The most secured. I learned when her, if a jet is to land in any airport, already security, any country she enters, there are securities who go there days before to check everywhere. Now, she doesn't fly alone. There are other four bomber jets that flies around her. And any airport she's landing, from few minutes to her landing, network shuts down in that environment. Any airport she's landing, from few minutes, network shut down. You can't make call. You can so that you will not be able to monitor her activity and all of that and all. You can't be able to monitor them. But she still died. The food she eats, there is somebody who will test the food. She have a special chef. After cooking, they will bring the food. Somebody will test the food. Huh? 
test it to be sure the food is fine, eat the food first to be sure everything is balanced. Do we have, they have, she has a personal doctor that checked everything, check her health back. She still died. She still died. She still died. Why can't we acknowledge God? Why can't we acknowledge God? Why can't we acknowledge God? Many believers, don't, we don't see miracle because we don't acknowledge God. The second thing is that the power of praise and worship, we have, we have undermined the power of praise and worship. The easiest way to get God involved in anything you do is praise and worship. Praise and worship. What a lot of us do, we sing um, prayer songs or sorrowful songs, say we are praising God. Are we pray? Are we pray? It's not a worship song. It's not a worship song. See what the Lord have done. It's not a worship song. It's not. To, it's not. That's the, that, that. fact, that's not the right word. That's not thanksgiving. Eh? What you're waiting for has come to pass. If you wear that song round round, it's for your own your own exhortation. Are we pray? Are we pray for your own prayer? There are songs that, that are clearly stating God's goodness. Over life, you have been faithful. You are acknowledging that God, it is you. It is you. It is you. It's not me. So we take songs without exalting God. We feel what worship song is not slow song. Praise is not fast song. No. Worship and praise is not slow song and fast song. No. It's all about exalting the name of God, lifting him high. The song you are singing, is it putting Jesus on top? Is it putting God in the light of a great, of the greatest, of the most powerful? If it is not doing it, then you are not worshiping. You are not worshiping. You might be singing, you might be feeling emotional, but you are not worshiping. You are not worshiping. The easiest way to involve God is thanksgiving. When you realize things are not working because of your prayers, you feel it is your prayer. Eh? You realize things are working. You feel it's your prayer. You feel it's your giving. You feel it's your power. You don't look back that, ah, God is involved. Let me repeat you. There are people who have done the same thing you've done. They've not gotten to where you have gotten to. Your job is good. It's not because of your document. But your job is this good. It's not because of your document. It's not because you are. You are the best staff. You are so good. Charlie, God is involved. God is involved. If God is not in it, eh, by now, by now, by now, by now. Let me show us a scripture. Listen, ingratitude can finish you overnight. Romans 1. Romans 1 from verse 18. Do you know that lack of thanksgiving can make you gay and lesbian? Lack of thanksgiving is part of what carry people into gay and lesbianism and homosexuality. Let me show you Bible. Romans 1 from verse 18 down. From 8, I didn't say only 18. 
for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. All right, let's go. Keep it down, 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 till I tell you stop. Everyone, read, read, read. Let's learn this morning. 19, 19. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God had showed it unto them. 20. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead. So this scripture, this verse just said that the things you have not seen, if only you will observe things around you, you will know how heaven looks like. You will know how God looks like. Everything that you have not seen since from creation, they are among the things God has created. If you look well, you will understand how these things work. But that story for another day. 21, because that when they knew God, now look at where we're going to now. Okay. Uh, Godhead, so that they are without excuse. 21, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. When they knew God, from verse 1, it was talking about a particular set of people, so I'm just trying to cut it short. When they knew God, they knew that, okay, God is in this thing. They did not glorify him as God, neither were thankful, but they became vain in their imagination. Please, hold on for me. Let me follow the scripture I'm reading. Let's take it step, step. Okay? When they knew God, they, they, they were not thankful, but became vain in their imaginations. And their foolish heart was darkened. So God was involved. They knew that God was involved, but they did not, oh, Father, thank you. You are the one that gave us this. You are the one that did that. You are the one that did that. You are the one, no, 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 no. They became pride. Okay, let me read Pamela's 21. Again, we'll continue with the KJV, all right? I want to finish with KJV. Because they knew God and recognized him as God, they did not honor him. They did not honor and glorify him as God or give him thanks. But instead, they became futile and godless in their thinking with vain imaginings, foolish reasoning, and stupid speculation. And their senseless minds were darkened. So the thing they began to do, why should I be praying to a God I cannot see? Uh, there's God do, but if God is there, why can't he show himself? Ah, if there's God, why can't God show himself? Why should I be going to church every day, every day, every day, saying I'm going to pray to God when I can't? I beg you, all these things, me, I'm tired. This thing is calm. Why should I be paying tight, just carrying tight and go to church? So they began to use their own human reasoning. All right, most of them, let's continue the KJV. Quick, 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 quick. I have one more, two more points to go. So I'm trying to rush through. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. 24. Wherefore, God also gave them up. God also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. 25, let's go. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. 
Amen. 26. For this cause, God gave them up unto violence. It was God. Why? They disrespected God. They dishonored God. God gave them up to vile affections. For even their women did change their natural use into which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of a woman, bend in their lust one toward another, men with men, walking that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error. So you see that what Paul is saying is that because they refuse to glorify God, they refuse to honor God. So God said, okay, since you are thinking your own thing, you are misbehaving, all right, me, I will put you where you will be destroyed. So men began to love men. Women began to love women. Because why? They lacked appreciating God for how God has created them. How can a man be wishing, I wish I was a woman? A woman is wishing, I wish I'm a man seriously wishing it god gave them into destruction so go and be destroyed so that you see what will happen to you listen if you have time go back read it down to 32 you're going to get it very clear right now if you watch a um, lot of research you see people interviews from the u.s particularly U.S. and U.K., but more of U.S., regretting ever change, performing surgery to transform into transgender from a man to a woman, from a woman, regretting, and they can never change back. They've taken hormones. They've taken drugs. Their hormones have changed. They had all kinds of surgery have been performed. Some things have been cut out. They are regretting. One said he was going to take um, the father to court. The parent did not stop her. Why? She was changing to a man. Bia, 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 bia. Nonsense and ingredient. Not acknowledging God as your source is a very big trouble. Not as acknowledging God. Listen, acknowledge God. Even if you put in your energy, you did all the work. Father, thank you. Ah, if not God. If not God. You see, an average, an average white man will tell you, okay, a white man will tell you that an average black man Everything they do is God, God, God. That we are too religious. You will see their name, every name. Once you see somebody's name and there is God in it, then you know that it's a Ghanaian, a Nigerian or a Ghanaian. They must see Chuku or Yami. There must be one thing, God, 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 inside their name. Just know it's either a Nigerian or a Ghanaian. Either a Nigerian or a Ghanaian. And as, as, way as it may sound, Check out, check around the world, check around the nations. Despite the things these two countries have gone through, we are still standing. Despite the things that we've gone through, we are still standing. As a people, as individuals, with all the kind of stupid government that we have always had, it's enough of everybody to die, but we are still standing. If they like, oh, they should bring ECM, a doom saw. They like, they should bring anything they bring. We are still there. When COVID came, who died more? Is it blacks or whites? We are standing. Home and abroad, whites died more than black. And they say that we are too religious. No problem. No problem. Listen, you might claim you know or believe what to do or what you did is the proof of your third around. But Charlie, you don't know. 
your 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 tithing, your giving, your ah. As you do them, do them with their heart that God is involved. Your praise. Do your praise in acknowledgement to God. Do your titan in acknowledgement that, hey, I'm doing this titan because God is the one that gave me. I'm giving it back to, back to him. Do your giving in acknowledgement. God is the one that blessed me. I'm blessing. I'm giving blessing back to his work. Service in church and service to people. How can God give you a job as a man? Do I see you? Somebody comes to look for a job as a girl and you are putting the condition that, hey, um, this job is available, but there's a condition. If I don't, you have to meet me in the hotel before you can be employed. How you handle what God gives to you is a proof whether you acknowledge God or not. How you support those in need is a proof whether you acknowledge God or not. Is, is your praise still sacred to you? Do you still do praise as if it's God you are giving it to? So you are being sacred on your praise. Be careful. Do you still support the poor as if it's God? No, I supported you and because of you did this thing, then maybe I won't support you again. What is it? Ah, You didn't come and tell me thank you. You only come and tell me thank you once. You, didn't, you should have come and tell me thank you three times and come to my house and lie down. Are you doing it for God? Or for somebody. Are you still doing your tithing with the heart that God is involved? The reason why we struggle with tithes is because we think we're giving it to pastor or we're giving it to church. That's why. The reason why you struggle with giving is because you think you are losing. The reason why serving in church is difficult for you is that you feel, oh, I will not come and work in church. I'll work and work and work and all of that and whatsoever and help. How do you handle the things God gives to you? Let them be sacred. Do them sacred, sacrilegiously. This thing, there are serious issues with God. I can't just joke with them. Check one of the two writers I love in the Bible. Check Paul. Check David. Check the book of Psalms. You will see David's writing, God was always being acknowledged. Check Paul. Paul, we always start, I, Paul, a servant of God, the God or the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have granted us grace. He's starting and ending. You will see God always in acknowledgement. Most of you, I woke up this morning without prayer. You woke up this morning without prayer. Your complaint is already that the weather is too hot. The weather is too hot. You woke up this morning without prayer, without thanksgiving. Yeah. Your complaints are the food you have. Is not much. The money you account is very little. Continue. God is watching you. Continue. Number five. Number five. Be not wise in your own eyes. If you read Proverbs 3 verse 7, it said, be not wise in your own eyes. Be not wise in your own eyes. Proverbs 3 verse 7. Be not wise in your own eyes. I'm going to make a statement that might not sound regular to you, but it's true. It's true. Only fools can follow God. Look at it. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. 
Don't be wise in your own eyes. Only fools can follow God well. You want to follow God well? You've got to be a fool. Like I just stated right now, how do you tell me I should be praising who I don't see? Sing praise, sing praise. To what? For what? How do you tell me I worked for 31 days? I should carry 10% from my money and come and drop it. For what? Who are you? What gave you that right? How do you tell me that ah, I can't marry this person because God said it's not the will of God? Or uh, nobody told me, me, I heard God. A voice just came, say, don't marry this person. It's not my will. How dare you? My own choice. It takes being a fool to follow God. I'm telling you the truth. If you follow God with your full senses, you will miss out. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 18 to 27. I'm not sure we can take all of it. Let me take the last point and let's pray. Most of us are too wise. You are too wise. God can't bless you. You are too wise. God can't bless you. You are too wise. God cannot help you. You are too wise. You are too wise. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and I will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Okay, let's go. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Had not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that in wisdom of God, the world by wisdom do not call. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. So he's saying that even the way you say you were saved is foolish. I would like to come to you. Um, are you a Christian? He said, no. I preach, preach, convinced you. Okay, it's time to get born again. And you are waiting for me to bring out some um, document for you to sign or let, bring one serious thing. I tell you, okay, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come and be my Lord. He says it's a very foolish thing. You are saved now. Is that all? Very foolish thing. He said, but that is how God works. God used foolish things to confound the wise. Let's read on. Give me the next verse. Let's go. 22 down to 27. For the Jews require a sign. You see, like most of us. Okay, if God is the one that said it, show me proof. Continue. They require a sign and the Greek seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ glorified. Glory to God. Unto the Jews a stumbling block and unto the Greek foolishness. But unto them which are called, both the Jews and the Greek, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. So those who are called see Christ as power. See the cross as power and as wisdom. But to those who are not called, they see it as a foolish thing. Let's go. 24, 25 and 6. Alright. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men. Hey! I, I prefer to be this foolish. I prefer to be this foolish. The foolishness of God is wiser than men. Somebody tell you, why will you be going to church every day? Pray, pray, pray. You are a fool. Show them this scripture. The foolishness of God is wiser than men. 
I remember one day, one day, I can't forget. I went to church. A man of God came. I so loved the man of God's ministry. I wanted to preach like him and prophesy like him. He came, ministered and all of that. Charlie, I gave my phone, gave all my money. I gave, I had some gold somebody sent to me. Then, then in my capacity, it was expensive, 12,000 naira. I pulled it off. I gave it. There, I gave everything. My suit I bought, I gave it. I give it. At a point, I emptied everything in my house. Yeah. Most of you think you know what you are doing. I carried my TV, carried my fridge, carried my gas cooker, carried everything, took it to the altar. I dumped it there and I went home. Even the mattress. Yeah. Carried everything, dumped it. The house was empty. I was sleeping on the floor, on just the carpet. It got to a point, the house was now boring. I left the house till the rent expired. I was sleeping in church. But today, is house my problem? That day, I gave everything and nothing was left. I took off my shoe. That shoe, I don't even know whether God received it too, because the shoe was bad. The shoe was bad. I don't know if God received that shoe. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. If God, if God received gifts by the way they look, then God didn't collect that shoe. He didn't. He didn't. I've sold that shoe. I have sewn the shoe. I use polish to cover all the sewing. You will not know. Black. Black. The shoe looked like ark. See the way the, the shoe was molded. It looked like ark. That was my best. My best. I bought that shoe 20, I think 25 or 28 CDs at Macola Market. I went there one Saturday. I, had, I got some breakthrough. Mighty. I got some huge money. 50 Ghana CDs. I got some mega breakthrough of 50 Ghana cities. Mega breakthrough. So I used, I, I invested a whole, 20, I think it was 25 or 28 cities. It wasn't up to 30 cities. It wasn't up to 30. Invested it in that shoe and bought two false long sleeve. On Sunday, when I came out to sing praises, they knew that I have arrived. Come on. Iron the shirt, put starch. Wore my tra faded trouser, wore the shoe. The way I was thinking, ah, my pastor dashed me money. He didn't know where the inspiration of the praises came from. It came from the new shoe. It came from the new shoe. Ah. Mega breakthrough of 50 Ghana cities. Mega breakthrough. 50 Ghana cities. Are you telling me there's no God? Tell me there's no God. You tell me there's no God. I gave that shoe. I was walking home barefooted. My pastor's wife saw me. She said to me, are you a fool? I'm like, what did I do? She said, where's your shoe? I said, I've given it. So are you a fool? Don't you know that there's a way to give? Don't you know there's a way to give? Are you going home now? So how will you come to church tomorrow? I said, I don't know. I went home barefooted. The guest minister preached and left. But Charlie, today, I've given out shoes worth thousands. I've received shoes worth thousands. Any shoe I want to buy now, any shoe I want to buy now, not because I'm so blessed, but I don't think I need to struggle. If I even call one person here now, say, buy me shoe. I'm sure they will not bring me a shoe that is less than 500 cities. They won't bring it. 
Sister Nderika brought me one nice shoe when she came from Nigeria. One night, I've been wearing that shoe as if it's my birthday gift. The shoe is so nice and cool. Somebody cried, wanted to even collect the shoe. I said, no way. This one, there, this shoe is a covenant. It's the only shoe that allowed me to drive. I'm wearing that shoe almost every day. If you see me wearing any brown shoe that have some shiny metal at the top, Sister Nderika is the one that brought it. It's the only shoe. I don't like driving with shoe. And the law is that you must drive with shoe. That's the only shoe that allow me to drive, do everything very easy. Nice shoe. Nice shoe. If you see the shoe, you know that the shoe cry is not cheap. All the way from Nigeria, I brought the shoe to Ghana. But listen, listen. I'm talking to somebody now. How did we get here? I gave a shoe that was not even worth wearing. I gave it to God. What are you keeping back? Why are you not? Why are you wise in your own eyes? Why are you wise? The TV I even gave to church, 24-inch television, 24-inch. That's the TV I gave. 24-inch television. It wasn't even one big television. The fridge, those white fridge, those white fridge, you buy from those that import local this thing. Hmm? Those white fridge. Gas cylinder. The bone Accra has eaten. It has soaked, soaked, soaked. Some part has broken. The mattress is not so nice. Carry, my pastor came, saw property on the altar. I was confused. What is it? They say it's not bad that brought it. What is it for? I say, sir, I want God to change my life. So what will you, what will you leave on? This boy, you don't listen. I say, sir, leave me alone. I just want God to change my life. He didn't pray for me. He didn't pray for me. I went to the altar. I cried. I cried. It was, it was burdened. Ah, now, thank you. I casted my burden on God. All those things, we were all burdened, crying. At least I gave my TV like twice. You see my phone? I can't count how many times I, I gave my phone. I can't count. I, if I, those days, you can, if you want to look for me, come to church. Because if you call me, you can't reach me. You can't reach me. I'm telling you. If you call me, you will not be able to reach me. I can't count how many times I gave my phone. I, I didn't have anything serious to give. But Charlie, if I take you back to where God has brought me from, you will know that if you are, if you are to use time to calculate, it's not possible. If you are to use time to calculate, it's not possible. But listen, it is still all the mercy of God. I can't say it's my giving that did it, but it's the, the right thing to do is to do your part, then lean on the mercy. Lead on mercy. At the time, I got some favor. Years later, I got some mega breakthrough. How much was it? I think it was $300. About 2013, 14 now. No, 2014. I got some mega breakthrough, $300. I was sleeping in church. No accommodation. That money would have paid me rent then. Then you could get rent of 80 CDs for single room around the, the wager area. I carried all the money. The moment the money came, I was burdened. I carried all the money. We needed the satellite dish to be watching um, Papa's uh, meetings and um, fire night and once in the month. I carried the money, went to buy satellite dish, paid the person that fits in the church. I carried the money, went to buy the first glass pulpit we had in our church. I bought it as a squatter in church. 
all the money. The money left was like 500 grand city. You couldn't do anything. I gave them a seed ah, till the money finished. I was still sleeping in church. From then and then, God keep instructing. God keep instructing, give this. Is it my clothes? Is it my shoe? Is it money? Is it God will keep, give, give. Earlier this year, God said, give your car. I gave and if God keep instructing. And we are where we are today. So when you see some miracles we are seeing, it's not because I'm too smart though. It's not because I'm too good. The mercy of God and principles. 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 So if you see me tomorrow driving a good car, don't envy me. Go and check my record. Before God will bring you to the palace, he will check your record in the Potiphar's house. Before God will bring you to the palace to see Pharaoh, he will first of all check your record in Potiphar's house. If you compromise by sleeping with Potiphar's wife, the palace cannot be yours. You will not enter the palace. Most of us, we are too wise for God to use. They tell you fast, you cannot fast. They tell you pray. Most of you have given you prayer to pray. And I come to visit you in the realms of the spirit. You don't pray. You don't pray. And I look at them, as they have you prayed. They say, yes, they have prayed. I look at them and I smile. This evening you are doing it. They don't pray. If you, they are wise. Just prophesy. Just tell me what is uh, the problem is. I give somebody prayer. He reached out to me. I gave him prayer. He didn't pray. It's a man of God. What is the prayer? I say, pray. And he left the prayer, and I saw the person call, call another prophet and was making inquiry about the issue. The person is still in the problem team now. He didn't pray the prayer I gave to him. And I kept quiet. He will come back. You come back, you will still pray. You will still pray. You will still pray. Listen, only fools can follow God well. One day, a lady said to me, say, is this how you will foolishly follow your pastor till you die? That word shook me to my bone. I didn't even reply her. I didn't even know what to say. Because if you see my life then, there was no plan, no future now. Somebody sleep in church, wake up in the morning, sweep church. You sit down, welcoming those that go to work and come back, those that come to church and all of that. That was all. That was all. No food, no plan, no job, nothing. That's why he paid me some people who don't have anything now. You don't have a job. You don't have anything you are doing. And you can't even use that time to pray. What is wrong with you? Charlie, it was prayer. I had nothing else. The moment I learned prayer, morning, noon, night, is prayer. It's prayer. It's prayer. Every little money that comes, heaven bear me witness. Every little money that comes, God will say, give it away. 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 God will say, every little money, somebody will come, that's your money. God will say, give it, give it, give it, give it, give it, give it. But you, you have eaten your seed. You have eaten your harvest. You have eaten your fruit. You have eaten everything, everything. In that capacity where I was not working, I was sleeping in church. I was so committed to tithing. Ah, if you see my tight card, you think I'm working. I was, as you dash me money, I'm removing my tight. I was so committed to tighten, so committed to tighten. And you that is working, earning salary, say it's not enough for you. Don't worry. Continue. The right time will come. If your loyalty to God doesn't make people talk, check again if you are following God at all. 
If your loyalty to God does not make people talk, check again if you are following God at all. Eh, you are going to church too much. Eh, you are giving too much. You are praying too much. What is it? Also for, they will start teasing you. Also for Bami, also for Bami, also for Bami, also for, they, just, they know what they are doing just to make you ashamed. If your loyalty, your commitment to God does not make people to talk, then check if you are still following God. Check it. Oh, they called me names. They called me names. They, even my own family, they called me names. They called me names. But today, God has given me a name. God has made me a name. If your commitment to God, your loyalty to God does not make people talk, why are you following like this? Why are you praying like this? Why are you following this pastor like this? Why are you giving like that? Are you the only person every time, tight, 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 every time? Charlie, then you don't know what you... Just check if you are following God. Go and check. Go and check. Number six, the last and let's pray. Listen, check men of God, men of old. Let's forget physically. You don't know people. But check men of God in the Bible. Men the Bible called God's men you realize they were all foolish. Yeah. The men God called his own in the Bible, they were all fools. Abraham was a fool. Haven't you checked? A man of 70 years old, God said, leave your father's house. Follow me. So where? He said, I will not tell you. A beautiful land. That's foolishness. Foolishness. 25 years, I'll give you a child. I'll give you a child. I'll give you a child. The child is not coming. The child came. You say, bring the child. Come and kill the child. And I, I did not ask him, why? Check your Bible. Abraham never asked God why for once. In fact, in the book of Romans, the Bible said that Abraham staggered not in faith. Abraham's faith was never shaken one day. That he, okay, I'm, I'm tired. Because they bring the child. Come and kill the child. Is it Elijah? Check. Is it Jesus? Is it Paul? Is it Peter? Check them. Foolish men. Full of foolish men. But today, we are reading them as a reference to how to follow God. Okay. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, God. Abraham did not go to Canada. You are going to Canada. You are asking God, how will you do it? Abraham didn't go to Canada. There was no plane. He used donkey and leg. And you cry, you enter flight, you're asking God, how will you start all over? Trust God. Trust God. Number six. Number six. Proverbs chapter three, nine and ten. The last one. Quick, quick, quick. Our next session is prayer. Can I get my scripture? Proverbs chapter um, three, nine and ten. Please. If you didn't join from the beginning, I would love you to go back and listen to this teaching from the beginning. You might have to fast forward it to about 15 or 20 minutes because the worship played a bit long before we got in. Proverbs chapter 3, 9 and 10. Number 6, the last one is your giving life. You want to live long and live happy. We are, to we are talking about how to live long and live happy. Your giving life. Please help me, help me. The time is running very fast. Anybody that get it, push for me. The time is running fast, 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 fast. There are things you do, eh? When God begins to do what he does for you, hallow the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thy increase. Your substance is not your first fruit. 
Honor the Lord with the substance means that your, your physical possessions should be used to honor God. Your money, your car, your clothes, your shoe, your house, your everything, your physical, your material things is your substance. Number two, your first fruit of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. What is first fruit? A lot of us don't know. A lot of us know, but we never obey. A lot of us don't. Listen, your first fruit is your first income for the year. Your first fruit is your first income for the year. You are a teacher. You are a police. You are whatever. Your first salary for the year, January, every year belongs to God. 100%. You don't remove your tithe. You don't remove your offering. Your first income for the year belongs to God. You are a business person. Your salary for the month, your income, your profit for the month of January, 100% belongs to God. Yeah. So you realize that following God is easy until it comes to principles. It comes to principles. You see people in church, who, ah, man of God, you are good. You are the best pastor. Counsel them, prophesy, you are nice. But start giving them Bible principle. You are no more a genuine man of God. You are no more genuine. Why will I carry my salary in January and come and do first fruits? Why will I carry this thing? You're giving life. You're giving life. It's part of the key. If you have not settled this part of your journey with God, then your journey with God is very far from making sense. If you have not settled giving as part of your journey with God, your following God still have a very long way to make sense. See, right now, some people already calculate their salary in their mind, though. 2,000. I will not carry all and go and give it. Uh, 3,000. 4,000. Safe journey. I learned something a few days ago. I didn't know. Something happened to me. I didn't know. I was somewhere days ago, and the man of God said something that struck me. He said, if no, no stingy person has a future. I've heard that before. I know that. No stingy person has a future. If you are stingy, your future has already been determined that there's no way out. Whether you are a Christian or not, note that. It's not about church now. No stingy person has a future. Now, he made a statement. He said, the day you cr your giving cross into millions, you have escaped. Nothing can bring you down again. Hey, I've, I've been sleeping on that word for days. He said, the day you begin to give in millions, just know that nothing can take you down anymore. I was like, okay, now I know. Now I know. Now I know why certain things is happening to me. Now I understand. Two years, three years ago, I told God that I want to give him my first one million naira. Two years later, I got the opportunity. Despite it was not pleasant, I gave it. The next year, I said I want to give God a car. This year, I got the opportunity and I gave it. But I've realized that ministry had become easier. I've realized that prayer had become easier. Access to great men, kings and queens, had become easier. The, the things I was supposed to pray for are just coming to my feet without prayer. Without prayer. So, as I have learned it, I'm telling you the same thing. A lot of you need to just step out of yourself at one point. Some of you are givers. But what you do 
is that you divide your seed like somebody buying toffee. Some of you need to get out of yourself and get sacrificial at one point of your life. And listen, that's become a yearly thing for me. Every year, something crazy must leave me in cash or in property. It's not by prayer. No, no, no. Every year. This is not first fruit. Too. After first fruit in January, I gave my car. I think I gave my car. No, I gave my car in November. November or December, I forgot it. Few months, few weeks to my wedding. Few weeks to my wedding. I couldn't sleep for days. I couldn't, I had not sleep. I couldn't sleep. One day I went to church and I passed where they parked the car. I forgot I've given the car. I walked to the car, I was opening the door. That was when I remember that the car was no more my car. That's how much our heart can be attached to material things. How much our heart. I even had a dream. I dreamt I was driving the car one month after I gave it to. That was when I began to pray. I dreamt I was driving. I began to pray. I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, deliver me. Deliver me. I prayed. I prayed. I prayed. I prayed. I prayed. Deliver me. Deliver me. Deliver me. And I can tell you that since last, since January till now, I have given what is more than that car. And I'm fine. And I'm fine. Because the more you go, the more God takes you on the journey. The more God lifts you. If you have not settled giving on your journey with God, you are still giving by what can come, can come. Only when they call for seed with promises. Only when they call for seed with promises. Ah, um, come and, uh, what is it called? Come and do, um, give this thing. You will get two children. If you give, I want to give 10,000 Ghana cities into two for twins. I want you to, am I saying that God doesn't bless you? God does. But when will you start hearing God on your own without anybody coercing you? Number one. Number two, when will you study your Bible enough to know that these are principles you don't even need somebody to tell you and you don't need anything to make it happen? You don't need, you don't need anything. You don't need anything. You just wake up, okay, um, God has blessed me. Let me give this. And listen, as God bless you, that is how your giving should increase. If God keep blessing you, you remain in that little level. Trust me, you can't go far. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. You were given one CD as an offering. Your income or salary was just a thousand CDs. Now God now lifts you. Your income is now thousand five, two thousand. You still remain in one CD, Charlie. One, either you remain there or you will fall very soon. Try it. Try it. Don't take my word for it. Give it a try. Your business was fine. You're getting profit of 5,000, 2,000. You are giving offering of 20 CDs. And suddenly God lifted to 20,000, 10,000 of income, 30,000, and you are still giving. Try it. Just give it. Just use your life to do practical. Okay, Father, this thing, this pastor said, I want to see if it's true. All right, I will not increase my giving, even though God bless me. Then come back and tell me how far. I'll be waiting. Come back and tell me. Mark 4.13. Let me take two scriptures. Mark 4.13 or 3. Mark 4.13, quick. Jesus was saying something. He said, if you don't understand the principles of giving, then you don't even know anything about this kingdom. Yeah. Said if you don't understand the principles of giving, you will not even understand anything again. 
lot of us would have been out of where we are, but for stinginess. For stinginess. Gather out of yourself. Look at this. He said unto them, Know ye not this parable? How then will they know other parables? The sower soweth the word. So there was the parable of the sower, the parable of giving. He said, If you don't know this parable, how will you know other things? How will you know other things? If you miss this parable, how will you be able to know other things? You can't know them. Every other thing will be stupid to you. If you fail to understand the principle of death and life by seed, or the death and life of, of seed, you will miss a lot of things in the kingdom. John 12, 24. Genesis 8, 22. John 12, 24. Genesis 8, 22. If you don't know the parable, you don't understand the principle of the death and the life of seed. Who? You will suffer for no reason. One thing that's going to happen to you, no matter how talented you are, how gifted you are, your life will not be a fruitful ground. Look at this. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except the corn of wheat falleth into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Moses, Moses, drop your rod. Until Moses dropped the rod, the rod was a dead stick. The day Moses dropped the rod, it became a living serpent. There are things you hold, it becomes dead. It does not produce. But the day you drop it, it will die and begin to bring forth much fruit. While the earth remained, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, shall not cease. Tell me the last scripture, Psalm 50 and verse 5. Psalm 50 and verse 5. Psalm 50 and verse 5. Many have cheated death by the principle of giving. Many have cheated barrenness by the principle of giving. Many have cheated losing contract by the principle of giving. Many have cheated marital delay by the principle of giving. Many have cheated family altars by the principle of giving. Gather my sins together unto me. Those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. So there is a point God come and gather his children. But what does God do? He will separate those who have who makes covenant with him by sacrifice. This is your Bible. Gather all my sins. Gather my children. Gather pastors. Gather prophets. But when they all come, the ones who have made covenant by sacrifice, remove them. We have a special meeting. Remove them. We have a special meeting to attend. Remove them on one side. I, I, if I can pray the way I give, eh, I think my life would have been better than this. I give more than I pray. I'm telling you. I give more than I pray. I give more than I pray. Hear me. Are you giving to honor God? Or are you giving to bribe God? Why do you give? Or because somebody said it. If there is no promise attached to the giving, will you still do? I see most of us, very nice people, and we're having a program or a meeting. If they did not receive prophecy, they will not give. Yeah, I see them. I will start laughing. They will not give if they don't receive prophecy. They will not give. 
if they receive prophecy, they will be the first to give. Ah, so let me just show so that the prophecy will come to pass. Pass. You are a businessman. You are a businessman. Go and meet Judas so that both of you will talk. Judas is your brother. You are a businessman. Do you do? Do you give first fruit, or you are still too wise for God? Do you give first fruit, or you are still too wise for God? So we come and tell me, hey, listen, if you try that next year, if you try that next year, me, I'll block you. I'll block you. Hey, Papa, um, it's January. I have a lot of debt to pay. Um, um, can I? Um, so what should I do? If you try it next year, if you will not give your first fruit, stay on your own. Don't, don't call me. Don't message me. You won't do your first fruit. Stay. You are doing. Don't, don't try it. I'm, I'm, it's a warning. Don't try it. And listen, you can't say you are a daughter. You are my own daughter. You are my own son. And the principles I believe in, you don't do it. What makes a son and a daughter is that you believe in what I believe. You do what I do. That's what makes you a son and makes you a daughter. Not carry, carrying your own thing. So when people come to me, I want to be my spiritual father. I look at them, I tell them, I say, I'm sorry. You don't understand. Sorry, I can't take you. Because you don't understand me. So stay around first until you understand how difficult I am and how simple I am. Then you still decide you want to follow. Then we can now start. So actually, let me say this. It doesn't sound, some people might not like it. You want to follow me. You want to be, you want to be a doctor. Meet Mrs. Sika. Meet my wife. Ask them what does it mean to be. So all two of them can answer you very well. For now, two of them can answer you very well. I think Jumama can answer better. I can answer better. Sister Andereka too can answer better. Meet them and ask them what does it mean to be a, a daughter, to be a son. Then they now take them. You now decide if you still want to be a daughter or want to be a son. Because sometimes if I shout on you, if I shout on you, will you still stay or you will go? Because you can't be doing wrong or I expect you to do right and you are doing wrong and you want me to keep quiet. I won't take it. How, how will I help you if I can't correct you? If you are too big to correct, you, you shouldn't be on the list. Shouldn't be on the list. Now come, you want to be your father because you are looking for a miracle. Forget it, be a member. I will still pray for you wholeheartedly. I will bless you wholeheartedly. But listen, listen. There is a table where sons and daughters sit that is not for everybody. I want us to pray. Is somebody blessed this morning? Has somebody learned something this morning? So January is coming for first fruits. You will not start saving your finances. You will not start putting things together, waiting for January to do magic. You are an armed robber. You are not serious. 